Welcome to our podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. Join us as these neighbors drop by unannounced for conversations that are fun, relevant, and just downright neighborly. 2020 is burning. They're bringing marshmallows, a desire to talk about it, and their mission to laugh now and again, no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock, the podcast where apparently I drop by as a neighbor and get real. You always <laughs> drop by. That's right, but that, that's what it's about. It, it's about neighbors coming by unannounced. We have a good time. We talk about what's on our minds, what's going on in our lives. But not only am I dropping by, but I've actually brought some friends to drop by. I know. I feel so blessed. I've got like a house full of people for the first time since pandemic broke. This is great. It's It's got to feel good. It, it's got to feel really good. Uh, but this is a, is a good friend of mine, and, and I think we've gotten off to a great start here. Um, he is, a, I'm just going to give you a little quick rundown. He's a father, a lawyer, an actor, a singer, a writer, you know, former host of uh, Talk Strohs. We go back a little ways. We we work together professionally. He's a he's a dear friend of mine. We just want to welcome Brandon Del Castillo to the show. Brandon, welcome to the show, man. What's happening? How are you doing? We are doing great. Thank you for taking time to be out here, man. It, it's really great for you to stop by. Uh, well, thanks for having me. I'm having a blast already. Uh, uh, you know, it, it wasn't technically unannounced, but it, you know, I'm still here and. Uh, well, we appreciate it. And technically, it's not a full house with all three of us in the house. <laughs> I know. I thought for a minute you were talking about my multiple multiple personality disorder, but it's, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's everyone you brought with you in yeah. your own mind. I'm like, oh my gosh. How many, how many personalities do you have? I mean, do, do you guys see the same people I see? <laughs> no, it's been super fun getting to know you for the first time um, before we came on to do the recording. And, and I want to uh, just thank you for coming to the house and, and doing the recording with us. It's amazing. I mean, if you're going to talk to me like this all night, I could just sit there and just uh, listen to that sultry voice and just, oh, man. I'll serenade you. I'll serenade you. Do Don't I need worry, to leave though. the room? Uh, you might. I mean, <laughs> Barely. It's like a Leon Phelps moment right now. It's like a ladies, yeah. man. Ooh, Give a- us two more sips and ten more minutes. <laughs> Do you, you have some Cavatier? Cavatier. Uh, <laughs> We're going to light the incense in just a moment for those that are listening at home. And now, a word from our sponsor. A wine made with passion and soul is a great way to bring people together, and that's why we choose Apasion. Apasion is an award-winning wine produced in the Uco Valley region of Argentina and can be found in fine restaurants and retail establishments all over the world. Taste the passion today or book a trip to their vineyards and experience their exquisite lodge and glamping tents. Learn more at www.alpasion.com. Yes, and we want to thank El Pasión for, for being a sponsor for this season. They're, they're fantastic. Um, we're thrilled to have them as part of the NDK family, so thank you very much. You know, Brandon, first of all, being away from your family, is that, that kind of hard right now? I mean, are you happy like to get to spend some time? Because you're working from home, yeah, right? Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's nice to get out of the house right now. I mean, uh, I'm sure everybody would in my position would feel like you know any chance to get out of the house and get to hang with two of the guys is, you know, immediately jump on that. So you've been working from home sort of from the beginning of this whole thing? March 10th, man. That's the last time I was at the office, and uh, I've been working at home. Um, you know, every, with Zoom and, uh, and video conferencing, I, I, had a, I had a hearing with the judge today. 
um, you can do pretty much everything from your from your study, from your you know office at home. So, uh, well, is this going to change the, what what's going on with with your office specifically going forward? Because you say you're going back in what January? I think that's the plan. You know, you never know. We didn't know in March how long we would be out, so you still don't know. And um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll roll with it. But I, I think people are are it's changing life. Um, you know. We'll see what life looks like when we come out on the other end. Um, I, I think it's gonna, there's going to be a lot of parts that are different than, um, you know, the way we went in. And I have to agree with you. I mean, you and I go back a little bit. We, we, I don't get to work with you uh, in the corporate world specifically, but we've worked together acting and, do, and doing jobs. And the last show uh, we did was uh, Mamma Mia, a big musical number. If you haven't heard of that show, you can Google it. Um, <laughs> you've never, you've never heard of Mama Mia before. You should definitely charge for that though. <laughs> By the hour. By the hour. Is that a lawyer thing? Charging for Google, right? Oh, I can assure you for some <laughs> lawyers it is. Uh, I, but you know, I, I will say this. I, I've met more people that are, that are lawyers that do acting, you know, on the side. That, that ne- not necessarily their full-time gig, but I, I've met more lawyers in Houston, at least, that are still and love acting. Many of them trial lawyers, not as not like you, but at the same time, you have a gorgeous voice. You're into the music thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I, I never really thought about it, but I, I've I've been doing this my whole life, you know, singing, um, acting, and it just makes sense, right? You, you, as as a trial lawyer, you are getting up in front of people and you're acting, you're putting on a show. Um, you're trying to get, you know, get people to convince you of your side and your story. And, uh, that's what you're doing. You're telling a story. So it, it, it makes absolute sense when you think about it, that, um, you know, that there would be a, a certain number of trial lawyers, um, and lawyers in general that like to get up and, and perform in front of people. So, uh, th- I know they have that thing, uh, night court, uh, in, in Houston, every, uh, usually every year, I don't, it's obviously not going to go on this year as all live theater has been shut down pretty much. It, it does. It makes perfect sense that uh, a trial lawyer um, would get up in front of people and want to show off. Yeah. I mean, one, one, I would say my favorite memory actually was more recent. Well, you and I've had a couple of good memories uh, on stage, but I'd say my favorite memory and, and, and Philip, I don't know if you were at this performance specifically, but when we were last summer, we were doing Mama Mia down in Galveston. Um, we were, playing the dads. Um, and again, if you don't know the show, Google it. <laughs> I'm sure you could find something. And we were, we were only two of the dads. So. Yeah. We, <laughs> we didn't have the, the, the you didn't have the split right. personality. No right. spoilers. No spoilers. For the people that don't know, you have to Google it. Again, can everybody see, see the, who I see? Media, right? So, all right. So we're the, we're playing these dads and there's a, a line in the show where Brandon's character starts on this story, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm supposed to cut him off. You know, like in the script, it's like dot, 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 right? (laughs) Where you're supposed to like, you're supposed to pick up the line, right? Jump in anytime, Brian. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Just dot, dot, dot. Yeah, that's it. That's dot, 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 right? And so as an actor, you're like, well, I have to have something prepared. I can't just go, you know, and then. In my profession, dot, 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 (laughs) at my discretion. Well, Brandon took it to a whole nother level. Man, I have to applaud you on this because I don't think I could have taken it to the level that you did. 
He, uh, well, let's to, to be fair, I, you, you kind of forced that upon <laughs> me. <laughs> well, all right. I'll let you tell the story, and then I'll tell you what really happened. Okay. Well, so in my version of the story, <laughs> in my in my version of the story, what happened was that I decided that I didn't hear enough of the story. Brandon started a little story, and I wanted to hear more. So I would every night. I started letting him tell a little bit more of the story each night. So and just to see how much and how far he would go because it was getting very descriptive. I mean the the story was go like it was like uh, its own it was like its own show at one point. And the director's not stopping you. This uh, is no, just... and we're way past the dot 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 at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you're dot 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 dot. That, that's dot, dot, true. You're yeah. Morse code at this point. Correct. I I have created I've created characters at this point. Yeah, it was a novel. It was it was a novel that is waiting think, to be written. You think we're kidding? <laughs> no, it, it, we're actually not. Well, my favorite part about this uh, is that I don't think you're kidding, and I don't know if I was at any given show, but I know that the show that I saw with you both in it of Mamma Mia, I know that I, I know the dot, dot, dot moment now. I know what it is, but I'm not sure if I was at the one that... Uh, that he went on for forever. I There, there was a moment that I... I like right. and there's gotta be a climactic show to this, right? It, it, the the moment that Brandon I think looked back at me and then we both know this is when I crossed my arms. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. That, it was the crossing of the arms. I believe it was the uh, dress rehearsal. I believe it was dress rehearsal if I'm remembering correctly. And I I I turn back and I look at Brian, and this gentleman has just crossed his arms. <laughs> And is just enjoying the story. Just leaning back. And so I have no other choice but just to tell, tell me. Old That's wise right. I, I wanted to. I wanted to see what happened. I, I mean, where was Pepe going? I mean, there, there, there was a river, an alligator. I think there was a zebra at one point. Oh, there was everything. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I can't remember. I, do you remember any of that story? I have it written. I told you I wrote it. Well, I mean, I know you put it in like a post, but you actually, you still keep that? I have, I mean, I have it. It's on Facebook. So, oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's forever. It's forever. It, it's engraved forever. I, I am, You're I never am, taking that down. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm never taking it down. And I, I am promising you that I'm turning that into a children's book. I love it. You heard it here first. I, I know. And then we'll have to bring you on then as. A, Absolutely. Well, you, I mean, you are, you are a writer. Now, what, what do you do as far as writing? So as far as being published? And yes. Stuff, yeah. So. Uh, being published, it's it's mainly sports articles. Okay, um, I, I did several uh, Astros related, baseball related articles that got published, and then that's actually how I got uh, introduced to uh, my partner that was um, my uh, co-host for on Talking Strohs for the last five years. But it, uh, but yeah, no. So you're you're not doing Talking Strohs this season because obviously COVID's happening, so things are a little weird. Yeah, you know, I think it had kind of run its course. We we uh, we came in in two thousand at the end of two thousand fourteen because at that point nobody was listening to the Astros, nobody was watching the Astros. Um, they had barely just gotten their TV deal done, um, and, and so nobody could even watch them before that. Uh, we wanted to to bring out uh, an avenue where nobody was talking about the Astros, so um, we created Talking Strohs. Uh, started having some of the players on. It kind of grew from there. Um, I don't know if you remember, but my brother and I actually started a YouTube channel um, right before that. It was uh, Houston Baseballed uh, because my brother and I are both bald. And uh, <laughs> but bald is sexy now, know, right? Shaved, you know, we're, Sha- we're, we're, <laughs> shaved, we're shaved, right, right. right. And, and so um, you know, had a blast with my brother, but uh, things 
there were a bunch of floods in there. There were um, some babies born, and it just didn't become. Uh, it wasn't. It didn't allow us to keep going as a brother team. So, um, with my writing, uh, the articles, and um, you know, the introduction to my co-host, it, it was perfect timing. I mean, I think that's I think that's great. I, I mean, you guys aren't doing it now, but are you seeing anything that you're going to be doing in the future with that? Or no, you, you think it's maybe move on to the next venture? You know, I, I think it's probably move on to the next venture. I'll never close the door on it uh, at all. Um, you know, I, I still go. He has a new podcast now, and uh, I'll go jump on there occasionally. But realistically, I'd love to just go on and start another uh, show with my brother um, if he has time. It's magical when you hit that, right? When you, when you have anybody in your life, whether it be family or, or a friend, when you get that impossible banter that you just can't get from any other avenue, changes your world. You have to get back to it. You exactly. To. And, and you know, it's something that you know that you can set that other person up because you know where he'll go with it. Um, and it, it's just... It, yeah, but the best part about the setup is that you're not really setting it up for like the mythical audience, right? You're setting it up for yourself because you know exactly where he or she's going to go with it. And it's going to hit right where you need to laugh, right? Right, right yeah. where you need and, to. And it's not a, it's not a job. It's not work. It's just hanging out with your bro. Yeah, it's it's a, like cyclical self-fulfillment. It's amazing. Yeah. So kind of the, what you guys got going on right now, which I, I've really enjoyed listening to and everybody well, else. Thank should, you, uh, sir. I appreciate that. Listening to that. Do we have that? We have that, right? Is that, is that the whole reason we started it, right? Well, I know you fulfill yourself all the time. So I, yeah, I do. I, think, I absolutely I fulfill myself. I Are think you I, still doing that in public? Come I, on, well, my, my wife says I should cut back a little bit, but... Yeah. <laughs> Guys, speaking of um, self-fulfillment, I've, 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 been, I've been over here guiltily searching the web, and, and I came across a new what, product. What did you find? What did you find? I came across a new product from Colgate. It's an electronic toothbrush. Not is that that's not exactly where I thought you were going Hang on. With, with what this was. You is ready it, for what you ready is for it what the size they, of a cucumber? It, yeah. It, it might be. You ready for what they titled this thing? Yeah, I'm I'm on the They've named it what they've named it. It's the Colgate Hum. The The Hum. Mm. The Colgate Hum. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can see it. What do you think the target market is I, I for this see, device? I can see it, but I see multiple uses. You can yeah. use that right. <laughs> yes. I see multiple uses. This is not just about dental hygiene anymore. It's it's, it's about personal, I mean, personal fulfillment. Yes. There we go. As much as hygiene. I think that would cover everything. I think that would cover everything. Well, cyclical personal fulfillment. <laughs> I mean, you think about those because we have a. Actually, I would have. I'd still be using a regular toothbrush right now if my wife didn't buy me the the Sonic. The me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like if she didn't actually buy it for me, I'd still be using like those. Of course you the would. The ones the dentist give me, like, like after the cleaning. Gentlemen, here you go. You haven't changed right. your toothbrush in two years. DJ right. colleague comes in and another one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> another one. We're Circles. men, right? Like, <laughs> quite literally, be like, oh, a rock, that'll work. You know, it. Hey, whatever gets the job done, right, man? As long as I <laughs> squirt the toothpaste in there, I'm like, yeah. oh so, my God, but studies show that electronic toothbrushes clean yourself like 15% more. Like, I don't, give me a, give me a brush from the garage. <laughs> I'm good. Well, I mean, okay, I, I will say because my wife is smarter than me and she knows much more. This is fact. It is fact. I don't even try to lie anymore about uh, that. We are all still wondering how Brian is with this woman. I, I, I am too. 
I I always give her I, I always tell her that I'm I'm glowing up, right? Is that what they, you're like you're you're glowing, right? Glowing up. Glowing up, right? Like you get better looking as you get older. Right? Isn't that the phrase? And that glowing up, you're gl- has someone told you that <laughs> I t- every day in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Every day for like ten minutes, uh, like now, I said. There, I, I love you, so I'm not going to lie to you. This is the first time I've ever heard the f- expression "glowing up." I'm a little, I'm a little disturbed by it. Actually, That's really, a, like, what does "glowing up" mean? It's it's like the the wordplay on "growing up." No, no I get yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Shakespeare. I get I get the wordplay. What Again, does my second it name. mean, Shakespeare, <laughs> Mr. Shakespeare? My second book. Like uh, if you start glowing, I'm gonna leave. That's all. I'm, like, what's going on here? I mean, would it be so bad if I if it was like I, I like created that like Jesus aura around me? You know, what is this twilight? <laughs> You're gonna sparkle in the sunlight? I don't think so. There's there's something wrong going on here. No, you know, I, I like to think that I'm at least. I've always been short, and you know, I, I've kind of had to grow into. No, Brian, you've had to glow into. You've had to glow into. I'd have had to glow into my maturity. We (laughs) we were planning. I got I got into I got into looking at vacation plans, right? Because you know what else you're gonna do? We're we're in the fall already. We're who knows what the schedule is holding for us, right? So we're already looking ahead at Thanksgiving and Christmas plans and things like that. You know, and not not that we want to take a flight. You're talking about vacation, or you're talking about permanent. Uh, no, I'm talking about vacation. Uh, I'm talking about vacation. Like, we, we want to get out. But, like, I know a lot of people are... Oh, right, you're jonesing to travel. Exactly, exactly. But the, the, the problem is we don't want to fly. Would you guys actually fly right now? In a heartbeat. Would you really? Now, there is the issue of being shoulder to shoulder with somebody on this on this tin can. Well, and that's what I'm saying because I, right. I've seen a lot of videos and pictures of people flying and but they're to me, not that, doing that. That becomes a math game. Right. And the math game is I think the majority of the people that are flying are probably going to be concerned about the virus. They're probably flying for business. Most people right now, I, I would give it at least half of the airlines, if not more, is business travel right now. I don't know. I, 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 th- I have a feeling that most people that are traveling right now are not traveling for business. That, you think so? I, I do. I mean, be, because you, when you think about it, like people are so stir crazy, they just want to get somewhere. But to go where and to do what? That's my question. Well, it, I don't think it matters at this point. I think some people just want to, just like, I want to get out. I want to go. You're not going to New York to have a nice dinner right now. Where no, are you gonna no, go? you can't go see a show. That, can't that's go true. See a show. That's true. That's true. I would go in a heartbeat. Brandon, how about you? What's your stance on flying right now? If I'm going to go somewhere fun, if it's if I know it's open, if we have reservations, uh, you know, we're going skiing, I know we can do it. If we're going to Disney World, and I know we can go in and have a blast, I'm doing it. Uh, I, I have no problem flying. So airplanes, it turns out, and I'm going to quote Elon Musk here, airplanes are actually extremely leaky, very, very leaky, and they bring in lots of outside air as you fly. And all the air that you have in the cabin is actually being exchanged very readily with the atmosphere outside the plane. Pressurizing the plane is very difficult because of that, because they leak so much. That's why the plane is constantly being pressurized throughout the entire voyage. So it is true that they pump some of the air through the cabin, recirculated. It's always been true that they use better than ER room HEPA filters to recirculate the air. So your chances of an airborne illness in the ER are higher than they are on an airplane. 
I mean, right. it's just, it's just what you what you want to hear, right? You you want to hear that it's decreasing because I, I feel like hearing that there is leakage. <laughs> yeah, I just I, <laughs> you said that <laughs> I did. I I just realized what yeah. I said. I just and said now it. a word from our other sponsor. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Is that a, the adult diapers sponsor that we have? Hey, kids, today's <laughs> word is leakage. <laughs> Every time we say leakage, you have to drink. And, and and I will for that one. To me, that would make me feel a little bit better because I feel like things are not continuously being right. on, well, on the well, plane. Right, that's, that's the point, right? So, so, I, so I, I, I can sympathize and, and see what you're going. But on another side point, I, I hope his SpaceX stuff is not leaking you know, well, that's I mean, why. He, that's, <laughs> I mean, I, I, if I remember that, correctly. That's why he brought it up. Talking I mean, about how like you I, actually I have to seal a spacecraft. Yeah, exactly. So I'm hoping that that's the great because you're sitting there as an astronaut, just like with the, the next SpaceX, you're like, oh, so that 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 trip that I took to the moon, there was leakage. <laughs> you know, you have to you had to sit there just like, hmm, ah. Uh, isn't that built in for the to the suits for that? I mean, we, we, we got, <laughs> I we got that so, taken care so of, too. right? <laughs> I thought so too. You know, that would be an interesting experience. You know, just to just to go to the bathroom in a spacesuit. That's just called peeing your pants. You can you can do that tonight, Brian. You can be at home with your wife. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. you know we that brings up the dumb and dumber line, right? Just just go, man. <laughs> right? Just go. Just go, man. <laughs> just go. Oh, Lord. all right, Brian. I've I've got a mission for you. I'm, I'm I have a, a mission for you. Is it a astronaut. mission or is it a challenge? No, it's a mission. Oh, it's a mission. Right. Because two di- very different things. Right. <laughs> I'm seeing you trying to get this out right now. <laughs> it's mission tinkle pants. So uh, mission tinkle so pants. Mission, t- mission t- tinkle pants. So when you're home tonight, right, I want you to turn to your wife in bed. I want you to say, honey. I'm going to tell you giggled at this as you told me this. I can't, I can't, I can't even get through it. I'm, I can't I, even get through because it. Because I'm going to have to tell you. It's like, I just okay, want you to Philip say. Philip said this, honey. I just want you to say, you're ground control and I'm Major Tom. And then I want you to just piss your pants right then and there. But, but okay, all, all joking aside, I'll joke never, aside. Never, never. Never. <laughs> I refuse. Well, Okay. We can move on from okay. Leakage. So I'm, so, good. I'm sorry, good with so Brandon, I'm good with leakage. So you'll fly as long as it's fun, right? As, uh, right. You know, there has to be a goal, right? I mean, you have to know that you're going to be able to go and do something fun, right? You can't Fair just, enough. So, so for you, it's a weighted risk, right? As long as the fun outweighs the risk of of you know f u n baby. Yeah. Well, uh, most of your family's here in in Houston or Texas, right? Well. So we're talking about traveling. We're talking about family. This is a good time to bring up that I just drove. To Gainesville, Florida, to drop off my oldest daughter at uh, the University of Florida. She is now a Gator. That's right. And has that been really difficult for you, being an Aggie? And broke all? my heart. Hey, broke my heart. She, she gets into honors biology. She wants to be a vet. I, uh, I'm like, hell yes, let's go. Uh, my wife and I are both Aggies, and uh, so I go out and get my season tickets to the football games. We're all ready to go. I'm like, hey, we're going to go up there, and we're going to. Get to see her, uh, you know, every weekend. We're gonna go to the games together, and she's like, Dad. "He's already planning." It's, it's like a, it's like a memory book already made. No, she's she's literally, she see? literally said, "F you." Oh, <laughs> did you? you <laughs> or, or I guess I should say, "Uf." You, uh, but uh, <laughs> no, but you heard "F you." <laughs> exactly. Did, did, yeah. did she do? Did she do the clap? 
the gator clap. It's called the chomp. Yeah, <laughs> the, the chomp. So, is it? Yeah, so I, I got I got all that. I have to say, she um, we dropped her off in Gainesville, and she I was super excited, man. I was ready to go. You know, I'm, I was jealous. I want to go and, and have those new experiences. Uh, she, she's moving into the dorm. She's uh, rushing a sorority. She's getting her classes. Uh, she's starting her life, uh, and it's on her own terms. It's not mom and dad's life. It's not being an Aggie. She wants to be a, a Gator and, and do her own thing, and, and uh, she's doing it. She's doing it all. One of, one of the reasons she wanted to go to Florida, uh, it was a small reason, was down there, but um, not, not insignificant, was that she's a big Disney girl. Hey, and, I, you know, I cannot, I can't argue against that. She, well, she, she, I can't argue against. It. I love Disney, and in fact, my wife says when we retire, if we go to Florida, I go. That was the, one of the first things that I said. I go, oh, I, I would get discounts, and I would get like in-state <laughs> discounts for Disney. I'm, well, I mean, know, she showed right? us already uh, Labor Day. She, she goes, she drives down there. Her roommate and uh, and her suite mate, um, they get in a car, drive the two hours, and go hang out at Disney Springs, have a blast, ride the Skyliner. Dude, that's and, awesome. And have a blast. So she's living her best life. I'm extremely jealous, but extremely excited and happy for her. So I, I can't ask her, man. Anymore. I have to admit, I'm also a, uh, a huge Disney dork. I really enjoy that place. It's, it's a magical company. They, they, they really do a good job of making you forget that the real world is out there. Yeah. I, I respect people that uh, are Disney people. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't like uh, say I distrust people that aren't Disney people, but people that are Disney people, I really respect. And oh, that's that's got to be the new measuring stick now. That's got to be the question. Are you, are, you a a, are you a Disney person? Right. Like, I don't just trust you. I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you don't know. You don't know yet. You don't exactly. Know yet. Right. You haven't, right. You haven't. You haven't had the time on okay. this earth to experience that. Being a Disney, being a Disney fan. Okay. If you had to be, if you had to be a villain, who would Gaston. you be? Oh, oh, you see, you already thought about this right away. Well, yes, and I, I would. That's the part I would want to play the most. <laughs> uh, you know, being the mu- the musical guy, and I, I love Gaston. Well, that's song, true. That's know. a great song. I, I got to, I got a chance to play Lafou, and I you see I, how I led you right into. I it. know that's exactly. I knew where you're going with that, and I, I sadly, I want to say it was because of my size. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lafou is a great role. No, I, I love that. I'm sorry I didn't get to see you in that, but that was out of that was out of town, right? That was out of town. That was out of town. I, I, I enjoyed that role, but Philip. Okay, I've never asked you this. If you had to choose a Disney villain, and I don't know why I went right to villain, but I, I'm just kind of curious because I think the dark side. I, I'm I'm always curious about who people think that their dark side is. So, I mean, you, well, I gotta. So you went villain and dark side. Are we bringing in the now Star Wars aspect? No, 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 no. I'm not not bringing Star Wars. Right. I'm just making sure. I, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm keeping it Disney. I'm keeping it. I mean, I know Star Wars is now Disney, but that's Lucas Films. What right. about what about Pixar? Does that count? Yes, I, yeah, I would say Pixar. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with Pixar. Pixar counts. Yeah, yes. I'm okay with Pixar. I'm the steering wheel in Wally. Oh, I thought you were going to go Zerg. No. Yeah, I thought that's too when he said that. I immediately went right there. But what the fuck, guys? I got to check myself for some things here. The, the dad figure. All right, let's go steering wheel Wally. We got to go back to that. I'm the ship. I, I would be. I'd be the ship's wheel in Wally. I would be. Absolutely. I'd be the programmed, methodical, like, give me the blend, Captain. Like, I, I would be. I got to say, that's probably blend. the worst answer I've ever heard. Oh. <laughs> All right, now, now fuck, you heard it. Fuck, I'd be Zerg. <laughs> now I think you heard his feelings. The wheel is now steering this ship in a different direction. It's like, you don't deserve this. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, when I think of great Disney villains, uh, you know, the wheel. The wheel. I didn't <laughs> say it was great. <laughs> but it uh, almost won. That is true. That is true. Uh, okay, so I guess I would go with um, my favorite would be Jafar. Ooh, good choice. It's a very good choice. I was, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to go Ursula, but that's why. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I just I just don't think I have the I, I I'm not bold enough for Ursula. She's she's a lot more bold than than Jafar. I mean that you got to be, man. As much as I'd love to play that villain, you have to you got to be there for that one. And then just I, I don't think I'm quite quite that, at that level. That's another role though in a musical. I'd love to play Ursula. Oh, I mean, there are so many. I mean, Disney's coming. I mean, they're. They have brilliant shows. They they actually they've done a very good job. I I can't say with every musical that they've produced into a, a you know movie to stage show has been great. I I would argue honestly, Little Mermaid not one of my favorites to be honest. There's so many iconic songs and characters in that, so it's great to see. But I would be weary about some of the things they produce. They have produced some amazing amazing shows though. Okay, so here's a question. So you guys talk about if you were a Disney villain, who would you be? Now, you're both actors. You're both stage actors. I assume you've both done some film I, I, I I've done, done some. Film. I've done, yeah. I've okay, done so, so we have screen. I am on IMDb. Okay, so let's clarify <laughs> here. When you say if you were a Disney villain, who would you be? Are you talking about who would you be or who would you... What role want would you to perform oh, as a that's role? A, oh, that's a good clarification. Yeah, once you went there, uh, I started thinking the same question. Uh, but I, you know, I think Gaston is for me. Same answer. Is, is well, it's definitely performance. I'd have to think about a little bit more. Who would I want to be? Um, because you can go back so. Uh, you know, Scar is yeah, a great. That role. the set. I was going to do the same thing. So if I were going to perform like my dream performance cast as a Disney villain, I would go Scar. Yeah. I think the scar that is, that is, is the a most good dynamic. And I'm, I, you know, the problem with that for me is who do I? It, it becomes who do I think I would be cast as? Not who would <laughs> no, 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 no. Dream role, dream role. Who do you want to be cast as? See, for me, it goes. I go straight. I like to show off the voice, so it goes to the Gaston song. It goes to the Scar song. Right. Um, so, which song do I get to sing that I really love? That I can right. be passionate about. And you can exasperate. I've heard, I've heard rumors. Into. You know. Fair. Fair enough. Okay. Because I, I'm still gonna go Jafar. Yeah. Like I'm still gonna. I'm Jafar yeah, for you. I'm still gonna go Jafar. I mean, just a fun character. The show is amazing. He has some great, nice, so great songs. Phenomenal. Great, great songs. And I let's mean, face it, like, if we we're going by who would you be cast as, I'd be fucking Hans from Frozen, right? Like, I'd be the, <laughs> I would be I'd Olaf. Be the evil shithead little brother. <laughs> I'd, I'd be Olaf. I mean, straight up. I, I, I really feel like if I was going to be Olaf. <laughs> I, would be, <laughs> I mean, you would. It's like if you look at Aladdin, who was like, I mean, oh, you'd be the Sultan. Or if, you know, or if you were doing the Disney. Uh, animated, you'd be a boo. Well, let, me, let me drop this in here too, because um, there is no live theater going on right now. But um, I have to tell you, uh, I'm a big Broadway guy, and got to go with uh, my two years ago with my daughter's class when she was a junior. Went to New York, saw four shows. Actually, saw five shows, and all of them fantastic. Saw the Vans visit. Saw Mean Girls. Saw. Um, uh, the one with Ben Platt. Oh, Dear Evan Hansen. Yes, Dear Evan Hansen. Great show, great show. I'll tell you what. The best show 
I saw for production value, acting, singing, by far, Frozen. Unbelievable. I, you know, I've heard fantastic things about Frozen. You would not, as you would not believe show. it. You would not believe it. I was that was the show I was looking least forward to, and I think it was unanimous consensus uh, across all of the teenagers, all of the you know hoity-toity uh, uh, looking down at Disney musical pr- uh, teachers and, oh, the and, Broadway. And, yeah. the bro- oh, I went I down I to the Broadway. I can't believe we're going to see Frozen. Frozen. No, I think when by the time we walked out of there, uh, it was the best show any of us had seen. Well, yeah, Disney does that to you. I mean, like I said, not everything they produce is fantastic, but you, you know what show did that to me? It was uh, Shrek. When Shrek came out, and I was just, that was when we have season tickets, right? I was least looking forward to going to see Shrek. I was like, oh, this is Shrek. I've seen the movie. Uh, Great, right? I walked out of there animated, just singing the songs. it It was fantastic. I was like in awe of what happened. Yeah, man. So this is why I get a little bit upset about things that are going on with Disney right now and in the media, right? Because I know that Mulan is getting... A lot of flack, and there's a lot hammered. of it's yeah, it hammered. is. It absolutely is. And and in all fairness, the people that are upset about Mulan, there there's a lot of good reason behind it. The problem is that so much of it becomes an attack on Disney as a as an organization as a whole, right? It was one person's opinion, indeed. But it's also it's also one show. Right, no matter how you feel about it, I'm gonna to try to stay as neutral as I can. I've got feelings about it um, that I that I won't air. But no matter how you feel about it, it's one production that this company has done. This is a company that presents experiences that are unbelievable. Right? I mean, you look at when The Lion King hit Broadway. There were a lot of classical theater people that were just oh are you kidding me right and then boom it's winning awards for the music it's winning awards for the costume it's winning awards for the acting they've been non-stop ever since then there, right there were a lot of people that uh usually don't get jobs on broadway that were given their first opportunity in absolutely much careers were Hamilton. launched Absolutely. Uh, I, yeah, I Way agree before Hamilton. That. That's right. Agree 100%. Well, right. and, and in fairness, though, you know, Lion King, as far as music goes, was already was already a hit. I mean, you, you know, and, and they had the success with Beauty and the Beast. That Indeed. Would, which, to be honest, help, I think really helped the Lion King at that point. For sure. But easier to adapt, it, though, it, it to was the a little stage. Easier, I saw, I, right. By the way, I saw Debbie Gibson on Broadway in Beauty of the Beast. She was Belle. I just want to throw that in. Oh, dude, I'm jealous. That must have been that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. <laughs> it was. It was. Must been amazing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. but but to your point, you're you're right. It was Lion King was so innovative that it, and it created this this different buzz around theater that I think honestly sparked a a different vision. Oh, it launched it launched it launched a whole new world for all of Broadway, for all of musical theater, for all of the big shows. Just right? what Disney did for for Times Square and Broadway, cleaning it up and bringing families down that, there. That's uh, that's um, a good point. It, you know, it was before before Disney decided to get into Broadway. Um, nobody wanted to go down there. No, it was, it was really, very it was really, seemly. 
Yeah, it was really Disney and Sony, right? When they when they threw big bucks at it, all of a sudden things got cleaned up. It was safe. They got tables outside, right where the streets meet. There's cafes going on. You know, whether or not there are bad decisions made for certain productions, because again, I, I'm going to stay completely neutral on it. Um, it's so short sighted, right? It's so it's so scary to me that people are so knee jerky in today's culture. It's they the cancel just, culture. I think it is. I agree with you. I think it is. I think. Uh, and are, are they really attacking Disney? I mean, because Mulan, in and of itself, that's not political. Uh, you had you had the star say something political, and that's what they're they're trying to cancel. Well, there are two issues, right? There's there's a star saying something political about the Hong Kong police situation, correct? And then there's where they filmed, right? Which is being which is being. Um, panned and criticized because of of issues with alleged detention camps for people of different religious beliefs the problem i have with that whole thing right is okay it, it, it if you're going to make a movie about a character in chinese folklore right and you're going to sell it as a a young woman rising up to become a Chinese military master. I mean, it's already like, come on, we're already so far outside of, of possibilities, but it represents so much positivity and so much hope, right? You're gonna make that on a big screen? You bet your bottom dollar you're gonna film the thing in China, right? The flag- Any reference, by the way? <laughs> Indeed, the flack right now has to do with um, Good thanking government <laughs> officials for where they filmed. Right, China's a big place. These provinces are really big places. By the way, it's a country that has history that dates back thousands, oh, thousands of years. years. No, no, that, right? that, that was kind of that was what I wanted to kind of get into on with that because it, it does. There, there's so much history that we can't even begin to fathom. It, within that culture and like you said they are they are incorporating the power of a female hero right and they're putting on the highest level not only that an asian female hero because you don't have a lot of asian um actors well at least not in our culture no exactly right and that that is a really big thing and i think that was fantastic that they're doing that and they didn't do it they did it in a very powerful way, in my opinion. Well, but they, they did—they didn't do. They didn't cast Emma Stone as the lead. Exactly. Yeah, or or Matt Damon <laughs> as, as the male interest, right? Just give him a ponytail, right? <laughs> you know. I mean, they 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 tried to do everything right, and you still can't win. I you mean, still can't win. This is that's why the Twitter culture, the cancel culture, is so. It, it's just wrong. It, it is. And I'm not, I'm not going to get too, too much into politics, but, um, you know, anybody can say whatever they want and they can, they can totally decide to, uh, to cancel someone, something. And it, it's just ridiculous. People have different opinions. Um, and that's what makes the world and to a, a smaller extent now, America great. I find it fascinating because you have for as long as we've been educated and as far as i can tell from the renaissance forward you've had art existing effectively to push the line and often artists have been paid to come up with something that they then push the line within and they get away with it right and often especially in the modern world we have artists that are just 
pushing the line to push the line. And then they become known for controversy and for pushing the line. But this is the first time in history that I know of, at least in the Western world, where artists pushing the line get the whip cracked on them by like culture at large. I find that really fascinating. It's, it's kind of terrifying to me. I, I take a very, um, well, I, I mean, it makes you want to think twice, honestly, about pushing the line and think. I mean, we t- we talked about it earlier with some of the comedians, right? Exactly. Le- like Lenny Bruce, he would always push it. Oh, Eddie, man. Eddie Murphy, always pushing it. And, um, you know, there was a comedian or that I was uh, telling you guys about that I'd been watching on Netflix. You know, I pushed my up as far, as, right up to the line as possible. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to go over the line to make people mad. But I go right up to the line. I push it as much as possible. But you guys keep moving the line back on me. So things that I've said 10, 15 years ago, I've stepped way across, and now I'm hearing about it. Right. So so right here, right now, on Neighbors Don't Knock, I think the message that we're all sharing is you got to be a little careful when the message stops being, hey, I want you to think about this, and I want to say something that's going to make you think and it starts being, I can't say anything that's going to offend you. You got to be a little careful, right? If we're going in that direction, you might as well have censorship. You might as well have people coming to your door and, and taping your mouth shut. Because what's the difference? Well, I mean, it's only a matter of time before they do that to us, you know, for everything that we say. Well, that's this, a fact. That, yeah. this, this that's show. Also, I thought this was a show that we were going to drink on. I mean, nobody said leakage in the last five minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that because I was holding it in, but... <laughs> So, all right. Fair well, enough. my glass is empty. Yeah, Brother, I'm, I'm done. I'm tapped out. We're, we're getting down to that that time. But we want to thank you guys, Brandon, man. Thank you for coming by. It was a blast. Thanks man. for hanging out, man. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah. I need more booze next time. <laughs> I can't arrange for that. <laughs> we're just going to, was it like a like a beer bong hat or something? But just like fill it with I whatever you want. I cannot arrange for that. El Pasión. That's right. We get some El Pasión. We want to thank El Pasión uh, as a sponsor for the show. And you can catch us every Friday with a new episode or go to www.neighborsdontknock.com. Check out our merch. We're on social media. Peace. Out.